What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Love Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic, Cosmic Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com. Welcome, friends. You're tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. My name's Imran. Thank you very much for your time and your company for the show today. Uh, really excited about our guest in this episode. We'll get there in a moment. Quick reminder, firstly, as always, that the Blue in Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio, the online internet radio station that broadcasts from London and is very, very fortunate to be able to host shows from across the whole wide world. With all of us uh, incredibly enthusiastically committed to kind of celebrating innovative new independent uh soul jazz funk latin hip-hop music etc etc uh so we'd love you to check us out at blueingreenradio.com you can find our stream as well as our complete backlist catalog of the blue in green podcast um in regards to uh, all that wonderful music we love to champion that is uh, the best intro we can cite for uh, me having the opportunity to spend time with our guest uh, for the episode today Uh, this episode sees us venture all the way over to berlin and germany to speak to magro uh, recording artist drummer producer a really exceptional talent i am holding in my hand the cd of his uh, debut album entitled Trippin, released um, super recently, uh, released in May, uh, the end of May 2021. Uh, This conversation actually precedes the release date, so uh, that's why we talk about it like it's sort of on the way. Um, I hadn't had it yet, but I'm now, as I say, holding the CD, and it's a a real thrill to kind of be able to have this finally. I've kind of bumped into Magro online uh, 2019, and uh, when he started to release singles, and everything that he was putting out just got better and better. So this album, for me as a fan, is a real long time coming. And I'm super excited for him and his team. And uh, this just is just a brilliant release. So it's a great episode to kind of sit there and talk about that process of putting this together. Those past singles, the beat tape as well, which came out and we talked about online. Uh, earlier this year uh, all of this is available via the uh, Bandcamp page so if you go over to magromusic.bandcamp.com then you can uh, check out the album, you can buy the album support and uh, you shan't be disappointed so i would love you to do that uh the episode as i say is uh we're we're talking to magra about the album and quarantine life uh drumming uh kind of everything in between so um yeah it's a really really great episode one i've wanted to kind of get together for a long time so uh yeah really excited so i very much hope you'll enjoy the episode uh regular listeners of the podcast will know we feature two songs per episode uh our our guest uh will pick the closing number but i have the luxury of picking the opening one and i'm gonna go with a a, um track from the trippin album which partners uh magro with uh, another of his musical partners and another frequent collaborator and that's running featuring leona berlin 
uh, his uh, they've got a number of great tunes together we talk about them as a partnership uh, in the episode as well I think it's a really really great number great tune and uh, that's my pick to open the show today so following that we'll go straight into our conversation and I hope you enjoyed the episode today quick reminder you can find us at blueingreenradio.com uh, we'd love for you to check us out and uh, thanks very much my friends
we're here. <laughs> we're, it's uh, well, I'm so happy you are, man. I, I I'm sorry for the uh, the 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 lateness. It's just after nine p.m. for it's you. It's perfect, man. I'm I don't have any time limit like normal people have. Like <laughs> I'm working most of the time um, um, of this of this day of of the day. I'm I'm usually get in my inspiration starts after nine kind of so i'm, it, I'm very perfect. much the same yeah i'm very much the same i i would have done this at midnight if it was good for you <laughs> so no i'm yeah i'm very much the same like, yeah up to quite late uh just always trying to catalog all these wonderful ideas that keep coming to me so you're, you're the same you're musically you you kind of get lots of ideas at night and you work into the night is that right yeah i mean it's it's kind of difficult because I also try to practice a lot and that is better in the morning. Like I practice the best if I'm in my space, like at 10 and then just work off five hours and then I'm done. But yeah, it, it a little bit interferes with the late night producing. So, yeah, I can imagine banging away on the, on the drums and the neighbors not being very happy about it. I can imagine them not being best pleased. I mean, I'm, I'm. I have a studio where I can be twenty four seven. Luckily, so amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you're so set up. That's that's fantastic, man. How 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 have you been? I mean, I guess having that studio during like the quarantine over the last year must have been a nice place to be able to have at your disposal, right? Yeah, man. I'm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I have no choice as a drummer. I always have to rent a space where I can play loudly. If if mm -hmm. you want to live really in the city, what I'm doing since since i'm in berlin since five years i always had to rent out a place i mean it's it's cool so i can do stuff 24 7 on the other hand i always have to drive there it's not like a guitar player lies lies in his bed right. wakes up has an idea and can just go and record it i, yeah. I always have to yeah arrange it hmm. are you quite far from it or yeah like 30 minutes it's cool oh no, okay yeah um for, oh, for wow. a big city it's all right <laughs> yeah how how have you how has that quarantine period been in general whether it's been quite uh, a productive well i imagine it has been a very productive time for you with the music that you know you have coming up and that you've released in the last uh, month or two but how, how how was that experience in general not being able to perform or maybe collaborate in ways that you normally would yeah man was was very interesting in one way like because I found out um yeah that I'm in a stable have reached a stable position like um with myself because I I remember times when I um I didn't have gigs a gig for for some weeks and I was starting to freak out and and now I'm forced not to play gigs for such a long time mm -hmm. and I feel totally fine and really good and everything is is cool man I'm um, I have so much stuff I can do during the day just mm. just by practicing the drums on a regular basis. I mean, that's like already a big thing to accomplish for me at least. Mm. And yeah, I, my life is much more relaxed. I don't have to pack up drums in the middle <laughs> of the night somewhere and drive home and whatever. All that stuff that's the the, the hard side of being a musician. And yeah. Yeah, coming home at three and waking up at six and taking the next train somewhere or all that stuff. I, don't, wow. I really don't miss it. And also like moving drums and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so until now, it's, I mean, 
of course I miss playing. I sometimes jam with people. Sometimes I have a recording session or some live streaming gig, but that's not so not not really much. And mm. yeah, but until now, I mean, I used the time wisely. So I yeah, I produced a lot. Did this beat tape. Uh, finished my album did most of the production of the album now during that period mm -hmm. now i started working on new music produced with for some other people and yeah it's 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 awesome that you've you've sort of not let it hinder you in that way i thought it's interesting about what you what you said about not missing the lifestyle of you know getting to and from and the you know the hours yeah. and everything that's really interesting i've not heard anyone uh look at it like 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 that perspective or, or have or not anyone have gone through that kind of uh perspective of things before but it's it's always interesting talking to someone in your position because you know it's um the way things have been over, over the last year i've spoken to some arts some musicians who have found it really difficult to create you know they've you know being hindered in the way yeah. that they can't go out they can't socialize they can't experience life you know that would help them to create art yeah. it, it, you know they found it very difficult to create but it's really always inspiring when i can talk to someone like yourself who you kind of like well i you know the time that i've lost here has given me more time to do this and i've created lots of things in that period which is really uh, encouraging Yeah, inter interesting what you just said. I, I've I start feeling it now a little. I I was really the last weeks I wanted to produce and I sat down and nothing came out oh in a way. God. So I felt like I need new input now, maybe. Right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I I think it's like also in what position with your career are or how your setup is. You know, I'm I'm living in the city here now for six years. I have my people. And even with the lockdown or whatever, I have my people around. I can send them stuff or they can record stuff for me. You know, it's it's like the system is still rolling. It's just just not doing it on stage, but yeah. it's everything is still rolling. Yeah. You must miss performing though. I mean, there's so many videos on like your your YouTube that you put up of you is just even if it's just performing solo or kind of uh, with with other musicians. I mean, just the art of maybe performing with people in front of an audience that must be a rush that you kind of that's hard to replicate, right? Yeah, man, that is crazy. That feeling of being in front of a band. I I just said it in an interview last week. Like that feeling, especially with groove music when you're playing in a club and you recognize at some point in the evening like yeah i've i've the power of the whole beat of this room and and that feeling and the energy and all that stuff man of course it's mm. nothing um s s you can substitute somehow yeah. yeah yeah i can imagine um with uh, uh with everything that you kind of had you know as you said we we're, we're going to delve into sort of all of these amazing projects that you've kind of uh just had released and coming up which i'm incredibly excited about but oh, <laughs> i'm honestly dude i've wanted to talk to you for so long and uh i'm such a ridiculous fan of your music i just i oh, feel man. so awesome Thank you so, so much. yeah so i'm really keen to ask you about a couple of things but like uh, has it been weird kind of obviously like i think that have you found that you've had to do things differently you know as like a way to kind of keep yourself out there does that make sense so obviously like the music industry has had to adapt in so many ways because of independent artists haven't been able to go out and perform you know you've as you said you've used that time to create uh but have you kind of thought okay i need to 
to, to keep myself present, to keep myself in people's minds. I've, I've got to do things differently. I've got to be on social media more. I've got to post more. Is there any part of you that's kind of felt you've got to do things a little bit differently to kind of keep yourself present? Hmm. Hmm. Difficult to answer because I didn't release so much before Corona. <laughs> yeah, I guess, well, um, I guess you were performing yeah. significantly more though, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that so was, gigs was gone. really a lot, but it yeah. was not so much with my own music. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's more like my day job, kind of, you know, playing for other people. I mean, it's really one of the most important things for me, of course, yeah. but it's, I feel like it, it's more of a stable thing that happens every day anyways and it just falls away but it it doesn't build my career so much i mean of course i get the more i play the more people know me know me but it's not like yeah i'm i'm getting a crazy career push through playing here in the local scene right. all the time yeah mm. what what is the, what is the local scene like out there I mean, obviously you're surrounded by loads of people Uh, like Leona Berlin, who I was going to talk about a little bit later, but you, mm -hmm. you know, you're surrounded by so many amazing uh, musicians and um, uh, vocalists and stuff like that. I mean, what is it? What, what is the kind of scene that you're immersed in? What's what is it like in, in Germany and Berlin uh, in that kind of kind of uh, well, that kind of scene? Yeah, um, phew, that's a, that's an interesting question because yeah, Berlin is such a yeah um, funny place, kind of because it's. It's far. I mean, it's far away from everything in Germany, so it's really a bubble. It's it doesn't feel like being in Germany. I mean, I'm German. I I've never lived somewhere else mm -hmm. for for yeah for a stable time. So um, yeah, so it is a bubble. It doesn't feel like Germany. There are lo lots of people from all around the world. A lots of I feel like people either come here like to really make something with intention and seriousness um, or people come here because they don't know where what to do with their life and then they either find something or they leave after a year or they get lost in drugs <laughs> oh wow okay <laughs> and or like the berliners like the people who live here anyways and have their normal life and mm. stuff and and i feel like some people also come come here only for um to be part of that scene and right. and then it's like yeah i mean it's like in every every big city in this world probably from all cultures are groups of people who are doing stuff and sometimes stuff mixes up and interesting projects come to life and yeah and berlin is like very big um it's not like a compact center like you have in new york or something mm. Um, I mean, of course, New York stuff is happening all around, but I feel like New York is more compact. And Berlin, th there are so many scenes that don't don't know from each other. Right. I mean, like, every, I feel like I'm part of every scene a little bit, of the hip-hop scene, of the jazz scene, like the, yeah, the people mm -hmm. that... Yeah, in the have a pops uh, that are in a pop scene, and and I sometimes yeah I move around in every scene a little bit, yeah. and and I meet so many people that don't know don't know from each other, but are very yeah high level musicians mm. or singers, and yeah, it's, it's that's interesting. It's it's funny. Yeah, the city is just funny. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds amazing though. It sounds like you 
like it's a good place for you to be in right now right yeah the cool thing is you always meet new people it's yeah the city is still changing a lot because um you know the history of berlin with the wall and stuff and mm -hmm. it's not such a long time ago and through that in the middle of the city there was so much free space so they are building still building a lot of new buildings right and you don't have that in other cities like london or new york mm -hmm. or, or whatever they they have established structures since since hundreds of years probably and and yeah what what, what really made a big part of the culture here and i'm afraid afraid it gets um gets lost more and more is like that you have huge factory buildings and some people just occupy it and build in a tech crazy techno club and then it gets a established techno club and it's just unique you don't have that anywhere in the world and right yeah i'm Amazing. i already see changes like when i came here six years ago there were more places like this and yeah i mean like like it is some somebody rich buys a huge area some big, big corporation and they start building their office buildings or whatever yeah where did you come from before you moved to berlin where where yeah where was home i i clo um studied close uh, from in a small city uh, close to frankfurt it's called mainz it's not not well known internationally mm -hmm. probably <laughs> and i'm i was born in the south in stuttgart right and yeah i'm Yeah, that's that's my big, big stations I've lived. <laughs> and what kind of where where did the drums come into it then? Is it something you, you obviously you were into music? I guess that that's what drew you to Berlin. I imagine, right? I mean, um, so I played drums since since ever since I'm three years old or something, and I just was I'm coming from a musician's family, so yeah, music was all around me since ever, and I just played every instrument that I could play that was around me. And yeah, the drums I like the most. Wow. And the reason why I came here is like more of an accident. I was in New York for a while and then I came back and I thought like, ah, I need to go back to the States. I want to be one of the cats, like the people there, all my heroes. Most of my heroes come from the States and that scene. Mm. And I wanted to go back and then I was like in my hometown from where I, when i was a kid and i was like shit I, i cannot stay here i need to go uh at least to a place where something happens wow. and then i went to berlin and yeah like with so many people that um come to berlin like time flies and life life goes on and yeah that that's that's my point where i'm now <laughs> right i'm always really envious when people say Uh, that they grew up in like a, a house of music and how, you know, like I've talked to lots of people that will be like, oh yeah, you know, Prince and Stevie Wonder. My parents would always play, you know, James Brown, Marvin Gaye, etc. And I, I just, I never had that, you know, and I always feel like I got into music so much later because of it, you know, I just, I, uh, I, I was, yeah. I'm always envious when people say, oh yeah, music was a part of the fabric of my household and family it's like oh man that would have been <laughs> that would have been amazing yeah it's But, funny yeah <laughs> yeah it must have had a wonderful impact on you kind of i'm trying to put i mean that into my kids as well like just to grow up with look at man, this amazing music that you have yeah. around you but uh it's so amazing if someone like you gets a kid i mean <laughs> you can give them 
open up them to them a crazy world. I mean, it's amazing imagining that. But I didn't grow up with Stevie or anything. Like I, I just had they are all classical musicians. My family. I oh, mean, wow, it's, it's amazing. Like I really respect that, but it's not my world anymore. Mm. Yeah. Could you venture into that? Have you, have you ever kind of composed in that kind of arena? No, no. <laughs> I, I moved away from there really, right. really much. I was playing orchestra, timpani in orchestras oh and stuff gosh. like that as a teenager. But yeah, no, I'm I'm done with it. For me, it's like, yeah, I'm really into the jazz, jazz yeah. thing. <laughs> that's, a, that's amazing. So is, uh, I mean, it's kind of like a hundred questions from that. Like, um, I kind of... Uh, It's interesting learning about your influences and, and stuff like that. I know for your beat tape um, on the Bandcamp uh, page, you list as your influences like Herbie Hancock, uh, Jay Diller, Chris Dave, who, yeah. who is awesome as well, uh, Robert Glasper. Those are kind of, you list those as your influences. And I assume that those were probably influences more pertaining to the beat tape. But there's so much, I don't know if these are just your four, like the ultimate four for you, but you listen yeah. to so much of your music, like even just the, the the singles that you've released for the album, everything is so different. It's like, you just think, yeah, but that's four names. There's like a hundred other names that you're kind of influenced by, you know, it's so much music that kind of forms what you kind of put out. And it's, it's really inspiring to listen to kind of the, the music that you have, man. I mean, just I'm looking at silence right now. Uh, um, had, uh, <laughs> thank uh, you, man. Run in. Uh, it's, it's, oh, thank you, dude. Honestly, like you got silence with uh, Ronja. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. The Leona Berlin run in tune, and then tripping. I mean, these are just three so different songs. And I'm obviously we're talking before the album has come out, so I'm honestly I couldn't be more excited for it. And uh, I, you know, what kind of all these huge myriad of sort of stars and influences i mean how does that influence when you go to create what what, are you, what is your process of you you want things to be is so different from each other or or how does it kind of work for you yeah interesting so i i gotta try to find it out myself because i just do <laughs> <laughs> no so one one of the things i can really say is like what inspires me is the people that always try to find find new ways and try to improve themselves and and not like i have that thing that works and i will do that forever because uh, people will like it i find that really boring mm. it's just my thing because yeah my hero is like one of my biggest all-time hero like herbie i mean you he did so many different yeah. uh, styles and stuff or also people like was What, what was also a huge in inspiration for me in my younger years is like Sting. And yeah. he's also, I mean, did so many different sounds and sure. stuff. And and in general, I'm not interested in like, I only like hip hop beats. I, I'm more interested in artists. And, and for me, it's exciting if Herbie plays a jazz ballad, ballad or if Herbie plays a crazy free jazz thing or if Herbie plays an hip-hop thing or you know it's like yeah. i love the touch of this artist so he can do anything and and i i try not to limit myself to one style because yeah i i love so much different music and i really enjoy like two days ago i had a um taping video taping with an 
yeah, what can you say? It's like a singer songwriter. And I was playing very soft and minimalistic beats and brushes and stuff. And it's the complete ops opposite to uh, what I do with my band, you know? And, mm. and yeah, music is exciting in so different levels and I want to live all of that and don't want to put on limits to, to what I produce or what I do because that wouldn't be authentic to me and and i i feel like the more i'm authentic for example with trippin that my first single um i i imagine like somebody who's not used to listening to abstract music this song could be a mess but the resonance i got from this song was amazing and i, I and i felt like wow cool i can i can make crazy shit and <laughs> a lot of people like it and and that is cool yeah yeah, it, it's a great single. I mean, it's got uh, Twismatic uh, on on rap vocals and Kurt Rosenwinkel. How did yeah. that happen? How did each of those collabs happen for that for that track? Yes, so I mean, Kurt is uh, a Berlin legend. I mean, he's not from Berlin, but he's living here. He's mm. living ten minute ten minutes away from here, actually. <laughs> right. Okay. And yeah, I'm I'm kind of friends with um, his. Uh, his manager and um, my girlfriend is working with um, Greg Hutchinson, the drummer, uh, who's right. also again playing with Kurt and we were hanging out at his gig. And yeah, so you I mean, when you live in the city, you meet the people who are, yeah. are there kind of. Yeah. And Twismatic was, I didn't even know him that he, uh, I didn't even know that he existed. So, uh, I was just searching for a rapper and it was difficult to find because this beat is not like a typical beat you give to a rapper and they can put on their stuff. And yeah. and I, I was asking one rapper before already, but she was like, ah, no, I know we need to do another track. I don't feel that beat. And so, yeah, was I, th I was thinking, okay, I, I really need to be, to need, I need to have someone who is, really high skills you know to to feel that abstract beat and then come up with something interesting or that mm. and then somebody recommended me twismatic and i found him on instagram and yeah man he's so killing he just sent me that thing back it was very exciting yeah yeah you said you've, really, you've got some great releases with with rappers you've got stimulus as well and i think on the very first single that yeah you ever put out for 15 minutes wasn't it i mean that's a great yeah. record as well thanks man yeah i'm yeah. also was recently performing with him with with his project yeah he's also a berlin legend to me <laughs> brilliant he lives there now yeah he lives here since oh, okay. since quite some years i mean he's traveling forth and back between zurich berlin and new york but i mean he yeah he's here basically he got twins now so <laughs> oh, okay. you got a lot of work here probably now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah uh kind of going back to the say the current album you got so obviously we have the the tripping tune um and i met the most recent single before the album's come out i don't know if you're planning a fourth uh there but the no. third single was silence yeah and um i, I remember yeah. when you kind of said hey 
you know, you, you kindly sent me an email and said, oh, new single. You know, it was all, you were almost timid about it. Like, this one's a little bit different, you know. <laughs> like, it's, uh, you know, if you're not sure if it's the, the up your alley. I mean, it's a beautiful song. It is such a gorgeous song. Uh, and I love the description as well on, on the Bandcamp Thanks, page. Thanks, you've, um, you've referenced it as a, a tribute to, to, to silence and kind of having that that momentary kind of meditative moment you know that break from from your from a daily yeah uh, grind or whatever it is whatever that grind is for yeah. people i mean it's uh it's a great concept for a song and again it just takes me back to just when you listen to this and then you listen to the you know the, the the first single trip in and just other stuff you've released and beat tape which wasn't that far before this you just think what like you could literally do anything it's just it's insane just sonically <laughs> what you're able to present under this magro umbrella you oh, know you, as man. just yourself it's just <laughs> awesome man i'm, I'm so yeah, excited sure. for the album <laughs> really excited what was your the thought process when you kind of go into making silence musically where are you at when you're kind of putting this together poor i mean this song was the, the whole album was produced in a very short period and silence is the only thing that actually is way older it's it's yeah, I, I did it during the time that I did my first singles. You mentioned before, like mm -hmm. the, the thing with stimulus and stuff. And yeah, so Ronya, the singer on that track, uh, she's one of my best friends. And and um, I first when I first moved to Berlin, um, I was living uh, with her. Um, yeah, first so. I know her since a while now and she's a great singer songwriter and um yeah i really love her as an artist and thought yeah i, I want to make a song with her and we just started doing something and this is what just came out um yeah it's so, a it's a great song yeah. it really is Thank i you, mean man. I, would you kind of say uh, again we're talking before the albums come out but i mean are these, these three singles are they kind of indicative of of what people can expect from the album or does the album would you say go in even more directions than kind of what's presented through this no no here? The, these are the most extreme directions i mean oh, wow. and silence are the are the, um it it does, doesn't go more extreme than tripping mm. and and more calm than silence so <laughs> yeah amazing yeah and then obviously uh there's the, the brilliant leona Berlin who you like you've worked together on so many tunes now which is it's a wonderful combination it's always great to kind of see new music uh between the two of you how how's the dynamic uh when, when you guys have to hit the studio together i mean so first of all we're a couple since seven years now oh wonderful <laughs> i did so, wonder i did wonder that's lovely to hear though. yeah man because then we don't don't have to hit the studio you know we just <laughs> <laughs> Check the stuff in our living room. So yeah. amazing! No, it's really. I mean, we're. It's amazing. Amazing. Um, how you say it? I don't know the English word, but you know we're we're showing each other our uh, the music all the time, and then pushing each other and saying, "Ah, produce it that way," or "Let me do something on that." And it's like she's also very serious into following her path so it's yeah. very inspiring to have some someone like that because i know a lot of great artists but 
everybody's doing his or her path a little bit different. And some people, you know, they, yeah, people do stuff different and people have different goals. And for me, it's very, yeah, it, it's a, it's amazing to have somebody that is, has the same approach and same seriousness. Yeah, I think she's a, a an incredible artist in her own right. I think the, the music you guys make together. Uh, I think the first time I heard her sing was on uh, your single "Floating Freely," uh, which is another massive tune for me. I, I get a wonderful, wonderful tune, but that was the first time I had heard uh, Leona Berlin on a track. And uh, oh, yeah, the funny, gosh. awesome. Yeah, yes, what a great <laughs> tune. Uh, and yeah, so I was always uh, excited about her music from that point as well. Uh, her recent singles, uh, Feminine Energy and Cage, well, you know, awesome. Yes. Such great stuff, man. So uh, yeah, I'm very happy that, uh, 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 yeah, that you guys have that, that kind of connection. So uh, oh, yeah, always really excited to kind of uh, hear new music from, from either of you. So it's awesome stuff, man. Thanks, man. Uh, you have uh, you have some videos for... Um, for the project as well and they're really really great videos uh for running and uh tripping how do you kind of enjoy that process of being front and center uh you know in front of the cameras and kind of creating visually in that context is it something you enjoy yeah man with with these videos in particular there was so much fun because i felt like they become art became art on their on their own on its own on their own yeah because until until now i only did videos like for youtube just for my channel yeah people see that i'm performing also live and there's some material i mean it's not not such a big thing for me at least uh just to put out some youtube videos but but with the video clips they were yeah there was exciting stuff for me so with trippin yeah um i have that crazy friend um ben levy um yeah he i think two years ago or yeah not so so much time ago so he, he started doing these crazy videos on instagram and he he did that all the time and and yeah i wanted him to definitely make one of my videos and he just sat down and collected material for a month or or longer oh, wow. and and just put it together to create this crazy video clip i mean this is all material that already existed and he just put it together like yeah he was analyzing the lyrics and putting every Gosh. every second relates to the lyrics and and he's a great musician as well so he, wow. he understands everything what happens in the music and yeah crazy dude crazy artist so yeah i was i didn't do anything there he just asked me some questions um during the process but I love it to give stuff away to people I trust and something something unique comes back. I really love that process. I'm also doing it with when I feature artists. I'm usually not telling anybody what to do. They just give it away and they give it back to me. And I love that creative process like yeah. this. Yeah. Is it difficult to, detaching something that you may already have in your head and then they've done something and you're kind of like, oh, I really wish you had <laughs> kind of done this or, or gone a different way with it. I mean, is that ever a difficult process to kind of maybe go back to them or do you just accept kind of what, mm. what they've done? Yeah, I sometimes have it when I, when you have a recording and you work with a band and you have to um, translate that recording to live one-on-one, -on -one, that's more difficult. But with, with like 
a creation process, I really ask only the people I, I have in mind for that feel. So whatever they do, for example, when I send send away the track to to Kurt to play a solo on it, I I knew he's such a crazy good musician, you know, whatever he does on that, he feels the intention behind it. And even if if I would have played it different, he, he feels the right energy that, that is needed. And and then I'm yeah, you don't need to tell anybody what to do if if people are able to feel what's necessary for the music. Nice. I mean, there's comments like that that make you a producer. Uh, obviously, you got the new album uh, uh, just on the verge of release, but but even this year, I mean, you, it's not the first project you released this year. You had the the brilliant beat tape, uh, which you put out, which was uh, a brilliant uh, project. Uh, how do you look back at beat tape and uh, ten tracks of it, and uh, kind of your uh, kind of your tribute to your heroes in many ways. Uh, how do you kind of look back at the at the project and what were you hoping it would uh, kind of achieve for people? Yeah, man. So, I mean, beats is a is a big part of my life. So, I really listening to Jay Dilla for hours and playing drums to it, like translating them one on one on the drums. Yeah, it was a big big part of my growing process as a musician. So. I was always doing beats and um, never released them or always gave them to singers or rappers, but never for myself. And right now, beats, I mean, it's, it's such a big thing right now. I mean, I feel like half of Spotify is only full with with lo-fi beats. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and I thought, okay, if everybody does it and I do it anyway, I can also release a few beats that fit together and and people enjoy it i enjoy it so why not and mm -hmm. it's really not a lot of work to make beats for me you know producing a track can take months sometimes you know like working on the vocals then yeah i mean it's 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 such a complicated process and with with a beat if you have the right ingredients you can make make up some magic real quick yeah yeah yeah, so you're you're a Dilla fan, obviously, as you yeah, kind of man. said. I mean, so yeah. what kind of from a, from a drum perspective as well? I mean, I know his drums get cited by musicians as being so kind of integral to that that kind of sound and being such a difficult thing to kind of replicate. Uh, you, you you know how 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 has his overall production kind of influenced you? Yeah, man. I mean, just so two things. Like, so first, I knew Chris Dave and. I, I, was su well. I was such a big fanboy. I still am like <laughs> really <laughs> like a Michael Jackson <laughs> fan kind of. And, and yeah, so I checked everything out. Chris Dave checked out kind of. So, and, and yeah, he got so much, um, Jay Dilla influence, obviously. And so I, yeah, I really dived into the world of Jay Dilla. And for me, it's so deep in so many levels because, First of all, it's very simple. You can feel it instantly, but just the world of of sound he creates, I don't know, it's it's magic to me. It's like listening to Coltrane or something. Yeah. And nice. yeah, and from yeah. that, I mean, if you listen to Chris Dave and know how Jay Dilla is phrasing the drums, yeah, he got a lot from that. And I love that approach. It's so fresh and the sound, you know, the hi-hat can be very soft and the snare very smacking hard and 
the kick drum very dry and i love that that sound combination also for myself yeah i think uh, dilla had this uh this period from like mid 90s to early 2000s where he was using the name jd and it was his productions at that point were so kind of they were warm they were jazzy they were just so it was just such a beautiful energy about them. And I think his later years, he kind of went more raw. Yeah. Uh, and I, I always look at it as Dilla. I never really call him Dilla because I look at Dilla as a, sort of a, a slightly different moniker uh, to that. But those kind of late 90s, far side, Tribe Called Quest beats that he yeah. was kind of putting out, yeah. for me, was just bliss. It was just yeah, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. So yeah. I'm a huge Dilla fan as well. Uh, awesome. Massive Chris Dave fan as well, man. Like he, uh, <laughs> cool, man. I, I remember hearing uh, Black Radio uh, uh-huh. with Robert Glasper for the first time. And I adore that record just yeah. at times it's like he had four arms uh when he's drumming it's just i'm listening to him I'm like what who is that what is that but uh yeah that's kind of made me a, a mental chris day fan as well so yeah <laughs> awesome influences dude yeah um well the, well i'm very curious to ask will the new album have any of the singles that you released prior we kind of mentioned those those four um the four that you initially released from Floating Freely with Leona and uh, Jupiter with Kenny Wesley, 15 Minutes with Stimulus and Super Skater with Kaliza. Are these, are any of these tracks going to make it onto the album at all? No, no, they, they are, they are my first, first tries. I mean, yeah, it's, it's already so far away from me that the sound I, I would, I, I feel like I sound so different now already with producing. Um, well, no, they are not in the album. Yourself, I mean, though. I mean, I I like the tracks. Yeah, that's also something um, I, I try to get away from. Like, I, I don't try to distance mm. myself from the stuff. I mean, it's everything has has its reason, and I wouldn't be there without having released the other stuff. And no, I really like the songs, but it's just my sound is very different now. And yeah. yeah, it's something else right now. It's more experimental my my music right now. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I honestly couldn't uh, be more excited about kind of just your music in general, uh, Leona Berlin's music in general. I definitely want to give her another shout out. Uh, but, and I'm super excited for the for, for the album. I'll be honestly, dude, first in line purchasing that one from Bandcamp. So I honestly can't wait. Uh, I, I, I'm very grateful for your time uh, as well. I know it's getting late, so I, I won't take up it, uh, any more of it. Uh, we talked about, I mentioned about we always pick a closing song. Our guest always picks a closing song. Uh, for each of these these podcasts did you have a moment to to kind of pick something that you're a fan of or something from the the album that you're you know some of the singles or anything like that is there any song that you'd like to send uh listeners home very happy with i mean i i assume that uh listeners didn't your listeners right listening right now didn't have a chance yet to check out my music so i would just uh show them tripping great pick my my first single um yeah that's what i would do it's that's a great that's a great pick that's a perfect one to to introduce people to Flip it. 
Looking forward to new days when time is slipping Feeding you false words on top of them false pictures New apartments had old tenants, but I'm not renting Upgrade to a bigger house where it's more switches <laughs> I see where we clashing If you ain't got no brain, then we not in fashion Hey yo, we not matching If you ain't got no brain, then we not in fashion I see where we clashing. You ain't got no brain, then you not in fashion. Hey yo, we not matching. If you ain't got no brain, check. I was only four when I started. Every single teacher was retarded. And everything I dreamed getting audited. Ask everybody how they caught it. It's waves on the surface. And every single seed getting parted. Y'all wanna know what we causing it Sacrificing tradition to find my prerogative I'm a courtin' in court cause they ain't have a stenographer Practicing moves, getting ready for all my obstacles Training your crews, prepping your foods Cause you trying to be like them dudes Meanwhile, we be doing the impossible <laughs> Get the fuck out of here